Welcome to Tina, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world. If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella. And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back. Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you. Art is everywhere in our lives, whether it is a movie, a song, a picture, or even a sculpture in the city. Art is undeniably affecting our lives. We believe that art has influences way beyond what we are aware of. So in this season, we will talk about art. In the first week, however, we will dig into the seemingly simple question: What is art? I think that art is basically anything that is made purposefully to be aesthetically pleasing. Um, I might have to disagree. Really? Yeah, because some arts are just not aesthetically pleasing. What do you mean? Like what? Like sometimes people make arts to maybe convey an idea or you know advocate something, and sometimes that thing that they're advocating for could be brutal. Maybe it's about massacre or whatever, and sometimes it's very violent, and you know it's not like it's disgusting, but. You know, it could have a lot of blood or killing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I could see where you're going with this, but don't artists like create things not only to make an impact, but at least utilize their artistic skills? Yeah, but I think that definition is just so vague because anything can be art, right? True. Do you think of cooking as a kind of art? I don't know. Wait. I suppose maybe it could be a form of art. Yeah, but would you say your cooking is a kind of art? Nope, <laughs> not even close. Yeah, so I guess that's what we're trying to find here. Right. Like, what is the line between that? True. I feel like it's a very fine line. I know, right? Everyone has their own take on this. Like, a person could just say that a toilet is a piece of art. What other? Th- Is just a toilet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess it's different between people on different objects, like the banana one, the the banana taped on the wall. Oh right, I could tape a banana on the wall, but you know, I would probably just get punished or something. <laughs> right. Like I still don't understand why it was such a big fuss. Maybe it's just artists calling a banana an art, making it so famous and stuff. I mean, parts of it could be because of hype. Um, because people are talking about it, you know, kind of like that. But it is kind of innovative or very creative to think of it. As a piece of art, maybe a piece of art could be like any ways of showing creativity and innovation. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a very idealistic answer to what is art. True. I just feel like sometimes we are too generous on what is art, and we just want to be, you know, as inclusive as possible, since that's what you know our generation is about. Yeah, but. I just feel like, in terms of art, are we too generous? Are we saying things that are not art? Art?、Mm-hmm. Who should be the judge of that?、Mm-hmm. And、um, let's let's have something ridiculous, like 
a bubble. Say right the bubble that I created during my shower. <laughs> I took a picture of it. Is it art? I mean, is the bubble art? Is the picture art? Or is my behavior an art? Hmm, that is interesting. Yeah, because I I would personally say that the bubble is the art because it disappears and it cannot be recreated. Only the photo could stay for others to enjoy. But an art doesn't need to stay, right? What about theater? No two theaters are the same. Like every time they act, it's a little bit different. Maybe their blockings are a little bit off. Maybe、mm-hmm. they. Forget a line,、mm-hmm. you know. It's not the same. And let's say music. For a lot of jazz musicians, they improvise and things are just coming and going. Right. They don't remember it. Right. And I mean, the photo could definitely be argued as a piece of art because it it kind of depends on how I took it, right? But I just feel like we are a little bit too inclusive in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be kind of an unpopular、um, opinion, but maybe we should have a second thought of it. Right, like the past people, what they thought are pretty strict. I would say, like definitely more strict than us. Like people from the Roman Empire or like from the Renaissance. Right, they have like a certain set of beauty or like art, and everybody's artwork just looks like that. Right, like. Chinese poetry in the past, people used to, you know, they have to have a certain amount of words, certain amount of lines, but then slowly evolved into like anything, like poems. Right, like free verse, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so I suppose it is just how we're evolving that we're including every type of creation and calling it art. Yeah, and. I feel like parts of it could be because of like social media or the internet, right? Because before it's not that easy to distribute art,、mm-hmm. and say if you take a photo, you want to let people see it. You cannot just like post it on Instagram. You have to maybe actually have a show or publish a book or you know stuff like that, right?、Mm-hmm. And it is just harder. And with the way of distributing art. Getting more easy. I feel like people are maybe lowering lowering their standards. Um, I don't feel like we're trying to criticize anyone. Right. We are simply trying to find like what is the fine line between art and garbage. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, in a way, it's very personal, and it's you know, it really depends on. And it really depends on personal taste. Like, what's your view, and what do you think of this? Like, what's your taste, right? So, for example, photography.、Mm-hmm. If I don't like photos that are very vibrant or contrasted, I just wouldn't think that is good, or I just wouldn't appreciate that photo as much. You know, even though maybe it captured the right moment or whatever. I just wouldn't like it that much. But would you still call it art? I mean, sure, but there's like a standard. I'd say if it is just snapshot or like I don't know how to say this, but for me, I'd say it's that that the creator needs to have the creation in mind. They need to be 
aware that they are creating this or say they need to know that what their objectives are or they're just trying to create something that is visually pleasing oh so you're saying that when they're creating things they should have a purpose it shouldn't be like a thing that just pops into your mind and you just do it right away right because you wouldn't say if a baby steps on a banana you wouldn't say that banana is an art (laughs) right but if you steps on a banana to show something for example the waste of food it could be an art or like you have this thing in mind because it still sounds weird to me if you say stepping on a banana is a piece of art i just have to admit it's weird but at the same time if a famous artist steps on a banana and me stepping on a banana and i call it an art you'll say i'm i'm crazy right but that artist calls it an art you'll just say oh right he's creating something or she's creating something right Uh, yeah that makes sense i think a lot of whether something is an art um it really depends on who the artist is and what's the meaning behind this creation yeah and i do kind of feel like it to a certain extent whether a thing is art or not is depend on like the public opinion right like i remember there was this picture from art class i don't know if you remember is this man holding a sign and just sitting in the middle of the street and took a picture i forgot what the sign was saying but he posted it online and it was asking people like if this could be a form of art I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but like our art teacher asked us about like whether this picture is art or is him sitting there the art or is the action of him being there an art, you know? It's kind of like the bubble thing that you mentioned before. Right. I just remembered this because we talked about this in art class, which was quite interesting. Yeah, Um. I guess that was like a thing that we should think about. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there are definitely some definitions that people came up with. So after the break, we will talk about how people in history looked at art and some philosophers' point of views. Welcome back. Now we'll see what philosophers and people in the past say what art is. Okay, let's start with the most famous person ever. <laughs> sure. Probably not, but, you know, everybody knows him. Plato. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he had something to talk about art. He understands art as representation. Right. In his book, Republic, he thinks that Arts are representational or mimetic. Um, sometimes people say it's imitative. It's easier to understand. Basically saying that his understanding is that art is just an appearance of something, not that thing. So he thinks the physical object is superior than art because art is just an imitation. You or like this art is just imitating something else. And this art doesn't contain any knowledge and, you know, you cannot learn anything from this piece of art. But 
if it's a physical object or like you know the original thing, mm-hmm. you can actually learn something from it, and it contains knowledge. So does this mean like the stepping on the banana thing, um, or the picture of the artist stepping on the banana is just a representation, but the action of this artist actually doing it has meaning in it? Um, I mean, it kind of depends. Because you can say the stepping on the banana is just a appearance, right? Right. Like, what about the banana itself? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it could be both. You know, the guy stepping on banana, or the guy taking picture of the guy stepping on banana. Okay. Or you printing the photo. I don't know. You know, it could be a lot of things. Quite complicated. <laughs> so the next, also very famous guy. Emmanuel Kant. Oh、uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, he believed that art is just a form. Right. So I think his understanding of art is definitely easier to understand than Plato's. He thinks that art is a kind of representation that is purposive in itself and, though without an end, nevertheless promotes the cultivation of a mutual powers for sociable communication. That's a quote from his writing, "Critique of the Power of Judgment." Okay. Let me explain that a bit. So basically, he he's saying that art it's itself is not really like a thing. He thinks that art is under the topic of aesthetic. Okay. So it's just a form of aesthetic. So is he saying like art is just something beautiful, like? It is just a way of showing people what beautiful things look like. Yeah. Um. So in his aesthetic judgment, which covers judgment of beautiful, judgment of sublime, and judgments of natural organisms and nature. So art is just one of these, you know, aesthetic judgments. I guess it's kind of like a way you judge something, you know, as a form. Um. That was a bit easier to understand, I think. Because、mm-hmm. it's not that philosophical. <laughs> yeah. So the next one is art as expression. I think this one is the easiest to understand, but also very weird. Okay. So this kind of expression is not just describing the emotion in words, or like you know making some word or like some writing into a visual, or you know it could be auditory piece of artwork.、Mm-hmm. It's saying that the expression is some. Some of your thoughts or some of your intrinsic feature. Okay. So the art is the utterance itself. So basically, the art is the way you describe your thoughts. It's hard to understand now, but I think it will get clearer later on, because that kind of emotion or thoughts or whatever is not describable. Is that a word? Describable. Anyways, you cannot describe them with. Words. So the work of art itself is how you communicate it, right? So basically, there's a quote says, "I feel. I don't know what I feel." I think it really captures this idea because, right? It means that art as expression is showing something you can't tell in words. So you tell it with a picture, and basically, you cannot explain it, right? So, for example, you painted a picture. And when I looked at that picture, I feel something. But what is that thing? That thing is this picture. So if I'm telling you know somebody else, 
Oh my god, I feel like that. What is that? That is the piece of artwork. What you feel is that. Does that make sense? I suppose. Yeah, it's a really interesting way of saying it. It does make sense. Yeah, and I think it's very interesting. It's just not like you know the previous ones, right? And it's not really like a verbal description or whatever. And it doesn't limit the way of showing art, right? But I guess there's like this little thing is that people need to resonate with you, okay? Or like, I mean, you can think it's art because it means something to you, uh huh. But you think it's art, but other people don't think it's art. I mean, you can agree to disagree, but what's the point of only you believing in? Right. I mean, it's kind of like the main debate here, right? Hmm. It's like when you said that. The banana on the wall. Why is that whole banana? Okay, but the banana on the wall is so famous because people are hyping it up. So I guess like people recognize it mm-hmm. more. Um. So I guess it's sort of the same as art expression. Yeah, because you cannot describe it. It's like, what's the point of putting a tape on banana and stick it to a wall? No, you just have to look at it. Right. Um. So that was. A bunch of weird descriptions, explanations. <laughs> uh huh. But there are some good news. So, Morris Weitz has this argument that um, it's called the open concept argument. So it is, and I quote: "Any concept is open if a case can be imagined, which would call for some sort of decision on our part to extend the use of the concept to cover it." Or to close the concept and invent a new one to deal with the new case. Oh, that makes sense. And carrying on, all open concepts are indefinable, and there are cases calling for a decision about whether to extend or close the concept of art. Hence, art is d- indefinable. That makes sense. So let's keep the banana thing going. <laughs> okay. You know, if people have a Definition of art.、Mm-hmm. Maybe you know you don't think it's art. You think it's trash. So you create this new concept, and it's your decision to make, right? Like whether it's art or not. And maybe I think it's art. It's like, oh my god, this masterpiece. So I made my mind. I made my decision that it's a piece of art. Uh huh. And because art is that kind of thing that you know you don't really have a definite definition. Uh huh. So it's open for explanation, right? And I think it really is kind of like the best definition in a way.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say this is like the best one out of all the others.、Um, and like what we were saying about art culture, our generation being more inclusive, this may be one of the reasons. So overall, there are still a lot of other definitions, like definition with. Aesthetic point of view, and you know some conservative definitions, but there are just so many definitions that it's impossible to cover all of them. Right. So I will finish this episode with a quote from Thomas Adagian: "If a class of artworks or of the arts is a mere chaotic heap lacking any genuine unity, then enumerative definitions cannot be faulted for being uninformative." They do all the explaining that it is possible to do, because they capture all the unity that there is to capture. Next week, we are going to explore more on the history of art.
Thank you for listening to this episode. We will upload a new episode every Thursday. Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast. You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank Thank you and bye. bye!